between Moab and Bethlehem, things got really bad for Naomi. There were many tears. There is much weeping. There, in the dust and desolation, Naomi tries to rid herself of her two daughters-in-law. She has nothing to offer Orpah and Ruth. They might as well go back, turn around, and go home. Naomi has lost her husband years ago, and more recently she has lost her two sons. And now no heir would continue the family name. No inheritance of land would remain with the family throughout all generations. These signs of the lasting covenant relationship with God are now lost. Naomi's bitterness is real. The hand of the Lord has gone out against me, she says. Even God has turned on her, it seems. So what does Naomi have? Well, she has no husband, no sons, no grandchildren. She has disappointment and bitterness and anger. She has emptiness. She has no future. But still, Naomi has the audacity to pray that the Lord may practice chesed, his loving kindness, on her Moabite daughters-in-law. Ruth and Orpah are not Israelites, but nevertheless, God prays that even in the land of Moab, may the Lord deal kindly with them. May he give each of them rest in the home of a new husband. Well, but what about Naomi? What does she have? Well, she has more tears and weeping. She has kisses from Orpah as she turns back to the land of Moab. And she has Ruth clinging to her, unwilling to leave. Naomi has a whole host of reasons why Ruth should go back, go back to her own land, her own people, her own gods. And the reasons are logical and eloquent and impassioned. Naomi has no means of support. She has lost everything. Well, almost everything. Naomi as Ruth, who is disobedient and refuses to leave. Ruth is a Moabite woman. She has no husband and no children and no visible means of support. She's a foreigner, not a child of Israel. She has no right by blood or birth to claim a place in the house of Israel. But nevertheless, she does. She does. Ruth refuses to go back to her own home and her own people and her own gods. She refuses to leave Naomi. Well, what does Naomi have? She has Ruth speaking some of the most beautiful words in the entire Old Testament to her. Where you go, I will go. Where you live, I will live. Your people shall be my people, and your God, my God. 
Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. May Yahweh do so to me, and more also, even if death parts me from you. Ruth promises to stay with Naomi and gives no explanation why. It doesn't really matter why. She is resolved. She is determined. But we know that Ruth stays because she has compassion on Naomi. She loves her. And she is steadfast in her faithfulness and unfailing in her love. Ruth does everything for the sake of Naomi. Ruth loves, yes. But there is more to this. It is God's love that we receive that we see reflected in the face of Ruth the Moabite. She is God's instrument of love and faithfulness to Naomi. Naomi had tried hard to get rid of Ruth, to send her back home, but yet it is through Ruth that God chooses to pour out his unfailing love and compassion, not only on Naomi, but on the people of Israel. Naomi's people are Ruth's people. Naomi's God is Ruth's God. But when God made the promise, I will be your God, and you will be my people. He wasn't talking to the Moabites. But yet, here, Ruth, the Moabite, promises faithfulness to the people of Israel and to the God of Israel. She stakes a claim for herself in Israel. She presents herself to God. God has made no covenant with her or with her people. No promises have been given to Ruth. And yet she claims them. Make me your own, she says to God. And God does. He does. Ruth's faith makes her bold to deal with God in this way. And God blesses her. So what does Naomi have? Well, look ahead through the book of Ruth and see the answer. By the end of the book, the women of Bethlehem will proclaim to Naomi that her daughter-in-law, Ruth, is more precious to her than seven sons. Naomi has Ruth. Naomi has Boaz. And behold, a child is born in Bethlehem. And a son has been born to Naomi. The women of Bethlehem rejoice. What does Naomi have? Look ahead through the years and see the answer. She has God's faithfulness to the people of Israel fulfilled. A child is born in Bethlehem. A son has been born to Naomi. She has a king, David. She has grandsons. She has kings, a royal dynasty, the house of David. What does Naomi have? Well, what do you have? Look ahead through the ages and see the answer. God's promises to his people fulfilled.
a son has been born to us in the city of David, the son of David, Jesus Christ, the son of God, the savior of the world, the redeemer. That's what Naomi has. And that's what you have today and in the future. We have a God who goes where we go, who lodges where we lodge, who makes us his own people. And in his unfailing, steadfast, loving kindness remains our God. With Jesus Christ, we remain. And where Jesus Christ dies, we die. Where he is buried, we will be buried. We have a God from whom even death cannot separate us. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.